You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. We thank God for His grace. We thank Him for preserving us. Thank Him for the weather. <laughs> really enjoying this winter <laughs> yeah Not I get to dress the way I like <laughs> there are many things to like about winter let me do a teaching on <laughs> what to appreciate about winter huh? <laughs> how to thank God for winter <laughs> yeah I know some of you you want it to be uh, summer all the time but sorry <laughs> glory glory we're in Hebrews 11 that great chapter on faith the faith that was once delivered yes it's interesting that this book the book of Hebrews was written to the Christians, the Jewish Christians, all right, who, who have gone through a lot of persecution, things have shaken them. And so the book is written and addressed to them. And Paul is bringing to their um, remembrance some of the great people that they know about the people they've read about they've heard about this great men and women of God whom God has used tremendously but the, um, the common denominator in all their experiences is faith is the faith that they had. These people all had different experiences. Are you getting me? But one thing that was common about them was their faith. So in the same manner, our experiences of God might be different. But our faith must be the same. Our faith in the Lord must be the same. And it gives me a lot of encouragement when I read about these people. Why? Because it's, if, you read, if you read this chapter, you will see where your life can fit. <laughs> I'm telling you. Somehow, one or, one or more of these testimonies will resonate with you. 
Yes? Is there anyone that you, some of these stories, some of these testimonies have resonated with you in the past few weeks since we've been going through this chapter? Yes? And that's how in time to come, people will be looking at your life and will also be inspired by your faith. They will also be inspired by your stand for God. In spite of the challenges. And one thing you will see about these people is that they all face challenges. There's none of them that was without a challenge. Because if you didn't have any challenge, how will you know what your faith can do? How will you know? How will you know what it means to have faith? How will you know what faith in God could do? Hmm? Andrew Crouch sang a song. It's called Through It All. You know that song? I learned to trust in Jesus. I learned to trust in God. Through it all. Oh, through it all. I've learned to depend upon his word. Yes. So through it all. That's what faith is about. Through it all. Huh? Some people feel that if you go through things, it means you have no faith. And that's a lie. That's not a biblical, um, that's not a biblical philosophy. Through it all. Huh? He says, if I've never had a problem, I'll never know that God could solve them. I'll never know what faith in his word could do. Yes. So real faith is not afraid to go through stuff. That's the faith that was delivered to us. That's the faith that they walked in. And that's the faith that we need to walk in today. So I'm not afraid of challenges. I'm not afraid of stuff. I'm not afraid to be surrounded. I'm ready to go through. Come on. I'm ready to go through by faith. So long as my faith is intact, you can bring whatever you want to bring. Yes? Okay. So Hebrews 11. In the last time we were looking at the faith that stopped the mouths of lions. Today we'll look at the faith that quenched the violence of fire. Yes. So there is a faith that can quench the violence of fire. I'm not talking about water. <laughs> because when you think of fire and you want to quench fire, in the natural is water you use. But in the spirit, you use faith. 
He used faith. Faith can become a fire extinguisher in the spirit. Yes. That's what the Bible is telling us. So you can quench the fire of the enemy by faith. You can quench the fire of the enemy by faith. So don't be afraid of the enemy's fire if you have your faith. Yes? The violence of fire. By faith. Look at Hebrews 11. I read from verse 32. He says, What more shall I say? For time would fail me to tell you about Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah, also of David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions. And 34, it says, quenched the violence of fire. Through faith, I will quench the violence of fire. Through faith, we are going to quench the violence of fire in this land. Through faith, we are going to quench the violence of fire. Fire that devours, fire that does not, um, that cannot be controlled, but by faith, you can quench the violence of fire. I believe that. I don't know about you. By this testimony, I can win some battles against fire. <laughs> you, you know that our God is a consuming fire, right? But do you know that the enemy has his own fire as well? Because the enemy likes to counterfeit whatever he sees of God. He counterfeits that. He watches God and he goes and he tries to mimic God. He tries to, to, uh, to imitate God. So if God is a consuming fire, I have news for you. Satan wants to be. I'm not saying he is, but he also wants to be Amen. a consuming fire. Amen. <laughs> yeah, he wants to be. Because he, he also wants to be an angel of light. You remember the Bible says that. He wants to be worshipped. If God is being worshipped, he also wants to be worshipped. So we're not afraid of the violence of fire. The violence of the enemy's fire. We are going to quench it by faith. And let's look at, let's look at um, Daniel chapter 3. In Daniel chapter 3, you see the account here of the three Hebrew children, Daniel's friends. Daniel was not here when this happened. The Bible doesn't tell us where he was, but he obviously wasn't there. Because if he were there, he would have definitely been a part of this 
And I know he wasn't there because uh, some people might think he, he compromised. That's why he was not there. But who knows? He probably was on an assignment. Maybe he was outside the province. You know, maybe he was on an official trip. Do you understand? He's a prime minister, remember? Very, very busy man. <laughs> official trip. Maybe to another province or another part of the empire when this thing happened. Nebuchadnezzar the king made an image of gold whose height was 60 cubits and its width 6 cubits. He set it up in the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. You know where Babylon is today, right? Do you? Babylon. This, yeah. It's somewhere around where we have Iraq today. That's where Babylon was. You remember Saddam Hussein wanted to resurrect Babylon. He was, he was making plans to revive Babylon. I remember watching a documentary years ago of all the plans he had. Babylon is gone. Nobody can bring it back. <laughs> yes? All right. Let's read on. Come on. And the king Nebuchadnezzar sent word to gather the satraps, the administrators, the governors, the counselors, the treasurers, the judges, the magistrates and all the officials of the provinces to come to the dedication of the image which Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Hmm? This is a massive image. Okay. So the satraps, the administrators, the governors, the counselors, the treasurers, the judges... The magistrates and all the officials of the provinces gathered together for the dedication of the image that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. And they stood before the image that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. They had to stand before the image. Hmm? We sang the song, Bow Before Your Throne. You see here, this king is setting up something for them to bow. Then a herald cried out, To you it is commanded, O peoples, nations, and languages, that at the time you hear the sound of the horn, flute, harp, lyre, and psaltery in symphony with all kinds of music, you shall fall down and worship the gold, the gold image that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. Can you imagine that? Hmm? Imagine everybody is summoned from all the provinces for, you know, to come to Pretoria and there is this image that is set up huh? of our president Ramaphosa. They set up this image and, and all, all the judges, all the magistrates, yes, all the magistrates have to come and, uh, and the all the MECs, all the ministers, come on. Yeah? All of them 
are gathered together there. All the counselors, all the DGs, the administrators, all the technocrats, they gather together and then there is this trumpet. The musicians are there. Every, it's time for worship. Hmm? And then Zenzele has to blow the trumpet. And then they say, when he blows the trumpet, everybody has to bow. Can you imagine that? And worship this image. <laughs> yes. And whoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast immediately into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. Immediately. There's no waste of time. The furnace is already warming up. Okay? The furnace is warming up. And then anyone that does not bow is going to be thrown inside. And you know, with the kind of compromise that is going on today, the devil will whisper to people, you know what? You need to be wise here. I mean, of, of what point would it be if you died? You know, it's actually better, it's actually wiser to compromise. You know, you can compromise so that you can now be able to preach to the people. At least if you're alive, you can preach to them. Yes? You can compromise after that. You repent. God will forgive you. Come on. Just bow. It's, they're not saying anything. It's just bow. Just worship once. Just one time. And after that, for the rest of your life, you can worship God. God is forgiving. In fact, God has already forgiven you in advance. Just bow and worship. <laughs> worship the image. You know, if you worship this, I'm telling you, you can be brought before the king and then you can preach to the king. At least you are not dead. Dead people don't preach. <laughs> but, oh no, no, no. This kind of message that many, these are, these are the kind of messages that Many people are hearing today. Just bow before the enemy. It won't cost you much. It's just a little bit. Just a little bit of your dignity. Not much. You can always get it back. Huh? That's how compromise works. So... Let's read on. Let's see. Um, should we read on? Where are we? Verse 7. Verse 8. Therefore, at that time, certain Chaldeans came forward and accused the Jews. Chaldeans, these are, these are Babylonians. Okay? These are Babylonian citizens. These Babylonian citizens, they didn't like Jews. 
they had a gripe against the Jews. Because these Jews, they think they're superior. These guys think they're more important than us. They think their God is better than us. These Jews are narrow-minded people. These Jews are saying that their God made the heavens and the earth. These Jews, although they are all captives, and yet they do not behave like other captives. There are other captives that we have, we have um, captured from other, other nations, but these Jews behave differently. They behave as though they are superior to others. So as this um, trumpet is sounded and people are bowing, these Chaldeans are looking at the Jews to see, are they going to bow? Now, my question is this. Okay, let's read on. Maybe I'll ask the question later. Hmm? So, um, they spoke and said to the king Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. It's a lie. You won't live forever. <laughs> up till today we still make statements like this to our, to our kings even in, in, in England their, their anthem God save the queen may God save her yeah? verse 10 you O king have made a decree that everyone who hears the sound of the horn the flute, the harp, the lyre, the sultry, um, the sultry in symphony with all kinds of music shall fall down and worship the golden image. And whoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast into the midst of a burning fiery furnace. There are certain Jews whom you have set over the affairs of the province of Babylon. Come on. There are certain Jews. Are you one of those Jews that will not bow? Huh? It says there are what? Certain Jews. There are certain Jews whom you have said. In fact, King, you are the one that gave them recognition in this land. These people are foreign. You, you put them in positions of influence. And yet they will not obey you. My question is this. Where are the other Jews? Where are the other Jews? Because are these all the Jews that they got? The others have used wisdom. Huh? They have used wisdom to just compromise. They just bow to the culture. Yes. You, you know, culture is so dynamic. Now the culture, there are certain things that are culturally permissible. Right? But biblically not permissible. But okay, please don't be too rigid. Don't be too rigid in your conviction. The whole nation is bowing. Why can't you just be like us? 
Why can't you just be like any other person? Hmm. Does this sound familiar? Yes. The whole organization has bowed. When are you going to bow? When are you going to bow before this image? This golden image. When are you going to bow? Then Nebuchadnezzar in rage and fury gave the command to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar saying to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the golden image that I have set up? Now if you are ready, at the time you hear the sound of the horn, the flute, the harp, the lyre, the psaltery, the symphony, with all kinds of music, and you fall down and worship the image which I have made, good. But if you do not worship, you shall be cast immediately into the midst of a burning fiery furnace. And who is the God who will deliver you from my hands? Ha! There goes the challenge. Yes? Who is the God? Listen, guys, I have conquered many nations. And their gods could not stop me from conquering them. Including your nation. I conquered you. And I brought you here as captives. If your God were alive, how come he didn't stop me from capturing you? All right. Now you will have to bow. I'm going to give you another chance. Okay? Forget about what they're saying. They're going to play the music again. They'll blow the trumpet again. And when the music sounds, I want to see you bow. I want to see you bow. You will be given a second chance to compromise. You will be given another chance in case you missed it. Okay, I'm, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt that you're not disobedient and you're not rebellious. This time around, just bow. Forget about the past. Forget about what people are saying. Now I'm giving you the opportunity to bow. <laughs> ah, but then the last statement he made, who is the God who will deliver you from my hands? Who is he? I mean, in other words, I am God. Who, who is going to deliver you? Guys, use your brain. No God has been able to deliver any nation from me. It has not happened in the past. It will not happen now. Ooh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Ah. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this manner. No stress. Hmm? If that is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. And he will deliver us from your hand, O king. 
This is faith talking. Come on. Is he able to deliver you? Will he deliver you from the fire of the enemy? From the violence of the fire? He will deliver us. You see, I want you to see here, these guys understood and they knew, they knew the heart and the mind of God. Because faith begins where the will of God is known. If you don't know the will of God, you cannot exercise faith. Okay. So they said, the God whom we serve is able. Say, my God is able. Can you say it like you believe it? My God is able. My God is able. Yes. So they say, the God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. So he is able. Yes? Not, Not only is he able, they said, and he will. Can you see that? He has the ability to. You said, who is the God that will deliver us from your hand? But we want you to know that our God is able. He is able to deliver us from your hand. But then not only is he able, he will. In other words, it is his will for us to be delivered. Hallelujah. So when you know the will of God, you can exercise faith. He will deliver us from your hand, O king. Let's not mix words. All right? This God that we bow before, this God that has given us the strength to resist you is able. And not only is he able, he will. He will. He will deliver us. God will deliver you from every fire of the enemy. Not only is he able, but he will. He will. He will. Yes. And then verse 18, they say, but if not... Let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods. Nor will we worship the image which you have set up. Listen, king, even if God decides that we need to go through this fire, we're not going to bow. We don't love our lives enough to disobey God. And to bow before this image. Possible. King, do your, do your worst. Yeah. Do we have Christians like this today? Well, I think I'm looking at some this morning. <laughs> am I correct or am I mistaken? Yeah, we have this kind of Christians that will not bow. That are not afraid. They say, if I have to die, I will die. Like Esther says, if I perish, I perish. That's faith. 
If I perish, I perish. King, do what you want. Do what you want. Yes. Then Nebuchadnezzar was full of fury. And the expression of his face changed towards Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And he spoke and commanded that they hit the furnace seven times more than it was usually heated. There's no point. Fire is fire. Why hit it seven times more? What, what, what's the point? But that's to tell you the rage. I can imagine his face red. He's, he's, he's angry. He's venting. He's puffing and huffing and you know, whatever. Yeah. And of course, they take these guys, they bind them, and they throw them into the furnace. <laughs> throw them in. You know what? God didn't stop them from throwing them in. Yeah. That's why I say, they said, even if... He does not stop you from putting us into the fire. We're not going to bow. So many times believers think that because they have faith, right, they will not be put into the fire. No, 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 no. God is saying that there are times that God will, will say, He will not stop you from entering into the fire. But He says, let's get in together. Hallelujah. Yes. So that is what this guy's experience. They were thrown into the fire. Hmm? And look at, let's skip down. Verse 24. Then Nebuchadnezzar was astonished. And he rose in haste and spoke saying to his counselors, did we not cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said to, to the king, True, O king. Look, he answered, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Yea, my Lord. The king is waiting there to see them melt. Huh? The people that took them to put them into the fire got burned and they died. The people that were put into the fire were walking like free men. Huh? They were bound and everything was burned. But they, nothing happened. Their clothes still intact. Hallelujah. The faith that quenches the violence of fire. There is a faith that was working in these guys. And this faith created a bubble for them. In the midst of the fire, they were walking in a bubble. Come on. That's how God is going to preserve you. That's how God is going to protect you from the fire of the enemy. Your faith will create a bubble. A bubble for you. And you will not be hurt. In the midst of the fire. 
And he says, am I, am I, I'm not drunk, right? What, what is happening? He's clearing his eyes and he's asking the, his, his counselors, I hope I'm not dreaming, I'm not hallucinating. What is this? We put three people, we put three. Can you see that there are four? And one of them looks like the Son of God. How did he know? Here, he has never seen somebody like that. This, this fourth person was different from the three. This fourth person had a glory that the three didn't have. This can only be the Son of God. This is the pre-incarnate Christ. Or maybe it's an angel. But he looked young enough to be called the Son. He wasn't called the Ancient of Days. But he was called the Son of God. Hallelujah. The Son of God will be there with you. If you will have faith. If you will believe God. If you will trust God. Then Nebuchadnezzar went near the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spoke saying, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, <laughs> servants of most high God. Now he knows. That's how you're going to have a testimony. And it will be declared that you are a servant of the Most High God. Amen. The God Most High. The highest of all. Hmm? Servants of the Most High God. He says, come out and come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came from the midst of the fire. They walked out of the fire. My Lord. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> he couldn't go nearer. They came out. Yeah? And the satraps, the administrators, the governors, the king's counselors gathered together and they saw these men on whose body the fire had no power. Shaka potaha. There are people on earth today whose bodies the fire will have no power. Hallelujah. They will put you like John. They threw him into hot oil. And the hot oil had no power over his body. There are people like that. There is a manifestation of God like that. There is a manifestation of the power of God like that. That devours the fire. Devours the fire. There's nothing you need to fear. You need to be bold for God. You need to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. If the enemy brings the fire, let him bring it on. We're not going to bow down. We will not bow down to any image. Their bodies, the fire had no power over their bodies. The hair on their head was not singled, no wet, no where their garments affected. Their hair was intact. In the midst of the fire, their clothes became supernatural. Amen. Amen. Yes. 
supernatural, the glory of God. These guys were in a glory bubble. Yeah. Fire cannot consume glory. How can, how can you, how can fire burn glory? It's not possible. It's not possible. Hallelujah. You know, and even the smell of fire was not on them. Can you imagine that? I mean, you go do a bride, barbecue, whatever you call it, you want to call it, you just spend a few, a few minutes in front of that fire. Your body, your clothes start smelling of fire. These guys were walking in the fire. No smell of fire. Hallelujah. There is a faith that quenches the violence of fire. That's this faith that Hebrews is telling us about. That is the faith. My Lord. So you can see that there are many things your faith can do. There are many things. Somebody say many things. Many things can be accomplished when we walk by faith. Verse 28, Nebuchadnezzar spoke saying, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who sent his angel and delivered his servants, who trusted in him. And they have frustrated the king's word and yielded their bodies, that they should not serve nor worship any other god except their own god. Therefore I make a decree that any people, nation, language which speaks anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be cut in pieces and their houses shall be made an ash heap because there is no other God who can deliver like this. Come on. Hallelujah. No other God can deliver like this. Remember his statement. Who is the God? That will save you from my hand. Who is the God that will deliver? Now he has seen that God. Amen. Now he has seen that God. He saw that God in the midst of the fire. He saw that God. That God was the fourth man in the fire. He was the fourth man in the fire with these three Hebrew boys. My goodness. I thank God for their testimony. You see, compromise did not work for those that compromise. Yeah. Those that stood boldly, the king has passed a decree. Amen. Every nation in the Babylonian empire, if anybody speaks against the God of these people, he'll be killed. My, oh my. What better testimony? What better testimony? Those that heard that, that listened to the enemy and bowed, where is their testimony? Those that compromised, where is their testimony? Lack of faith is what makes people compromise. Do you understand? It's not wisdom. It's lack of faith. It's lack of faith. But when you stand boldly and you say, whatever will happen, let it happen. I know God is with me. He will never leave me nor forsake me. He says, though you pass through the fire. In Isaiah, he said it, isn't it? If you walk, pass through the fire, you shall not be burned. Do you have the faith to pass through the fire? 
Of course you do. He has given you this same kind of faith. This is the faith that was once delivered. This is the faith. And this faith needs to be uh, uh, manifested in our generation today. This kind of faith that quenches the violence of fire. That you walk through the fire and you will not be burned. Mighty God, I thank you, Father. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for your faith that is at work in me. Yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah. There will be a time that you will walk through the fire. There will be a time that it will be required of you to walk through the fire. And when that time comes, I want this faith to rise up in you. Let this faith rise up in you when the time comes to walk through the fire. Hallelujah. When you read church history, you'll find that there are some of the saints of old who were burned because of their faith. Because they will not renounce Jesus. Some of them were tied to the stake, set ablaze. Hallelujah. We are so spoiled in our generation. The slightest thing we break down. Hmm? There are people, there are people who, in the midst of fire, still maintain their testimony. They maintain their testimony. Look at what Isaiah 43, 2 says. The B part says, when you walk through the fire, what does it say? You shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. Hallelujah. When you walk. That, he says when, it doesn't say if. When, that means the time will come. That we will walk through the fire. Hallelujah. God has given us his word. Are you ready for the fire? Do you have faith for the fire? (laughs) Faith in the Lord. Who is the God that is able to deliver you? Show me that God. That's the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He's your father. The God of Israel. Hallelujah. In the midst of Babylon, with all the idolatry of Babylon, you will stand tall and be a living testimony to the God who is able to deliver from the violence of fire. Let's stand up on our feet. Come on, talk to the Lord. Lord, I'm so happy to know you. What an honor, what a privilege. What a privilege to serve such a God. The God that is able to save to the uttermost. My Lord, Even the fire of the enemy. (laughs) Whatever the fire, the enemy, 
decides to set up. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. That we will be delivered from this. Mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God. Thank you, Jesus. I bless your name. I bless your name. I give you glory, praise, and honor. Thank you. Thank you. The God who is able to save to the uttermost. To you alone we bow. To you alone we bow. We refuse to bow to any other image. We refuse to bow. We refuse to bow, oh God, to any other God. I will not serve any other God. I refuse to bow to the God of this culture. I refuse to bow to the God of this age. I refuse to bow. I refuse to bow. My Lord and my God. I will bow to you alone. In the name of Jesus. My Lord and my God. We bless your name. We glorify you. We give you praise. I thank you for the faith. The faith that quenches. The violence of fire. Strengthen our faith. In the name of Jesus. Strengthen our faith. Help us, O oh God, not to compromise. Help us, O oh God. Help us, O oh God, not to bow. Strengthen us, O oh God. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The violence of fire shall not touch us. In the name of Jesus. Glory, glory, glory. We give you praise, Father. We give you glory and honor. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. I want you to receive grace this morning. I want you to receive strength. That your faith will be strengthened. You'll be fortified. Nothing will cause you to bow. You will not bow. You will stand for the Lord. You will stand for his name. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We glorify you. The spirit of compromise will not have power over you. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Yes. The spirit of the age will not have power over you in the name of Jesus. Yes, yes, the spirit of this generation will not have power over you. Even if he brings fire against you, you will not be touched. Yes, yes, you will quench that fire by faith. Your faith will be a fire extinguisher. 
to extinguish all the fires of the enemy, the strange fires of the enemy, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. You see, one of the fires of, this, of the enemy in this generation is the fire of lust. He uses, he consumes this generation with, with the fire of lust. He makes people to bow. Hmm? Bow before the spirit of lust. The images of lust. I just want us to pull that image down. Let's pull it down in the name of Jesus. Every image of lust. Yes, in the name of Jesus. We bind them. We pull them down. We pull them down in the name of Jesus. Yes. Every fire of lust that has been unleashed against our generation. Against the young people. Against our generation. We pull you down. We pull you down right now. In the name of Jesus. We refuse to bow before you. We refuse to bow before you. We refuse to bow before you. Mighty God. We bless your name. Thank you Father. In Jesus name. Amen. Glory to God. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.